Welcome back to Talk is Jeep. I'm your host, Art Aldridge, with my co-host, Mr. Tom Chartrand. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me back. This is part three of what I am calling the Killington Experience. Yes. We, we have detailed over the first two episodes. Uh, the This is your first Jeep Jamboree as a driver. Behind the wheel. Behind right. the wheel. It's really the first time you've wheeled your current Jeep. Correct. Right. And really anything beyond the, the beach. Right. You know, I drop it into four high, air son down of, the tires. Son of beach, too. Son of beach, yeah. yeah. And love to go out on the dunes and enjoy the ocean and have that kind of solitude. But this was such a crazy different experience. Right. And, and this is my uh, second trip to Killington. And I, I talked about it. I'm not going to repeat the story, but, you know, I was here in 2019 with a fairly new Jeep JL Sport, and it was stock, and I was the littlest Jeep in this, you know, <laughs> line of, of monsters. And, you know, I went on the same trails that we ran this time. Right. And I my Jeep got bashed and, you know, beaten, but it survived, and I survived, and I since have done upgrades to it, and right. then That's I've, run, I've run the same trail, so we'll talk a little bit about that, too. Right. But before we get into all of that, uh, just as a participant in your first Jeep Jamboree, what, overall, like, tell me about your experience from start to finish. Well, you know, I, and Melissa and I, my wife, we talked about it. It, it, it had the feeling of, you know, we're re really into the band Fish. You know, the whole music scene, we travel for concerts, we, that whole thing. And it's a community. It's, you know, people walk up to you and they're friendly and they talk to you. And it was the same thing here. I mean, the Jeep community is committed not only to their love of their Jeeps, but also each other and, and wanting to get together and talk about their Jeeps and their families and everything else. So that was a familiar and, and welcome So you're feeling. saying the fish crowd are freaks. Because the Jeep crowd is freaks. In their own way, absolutely. Right. <laughs> I agree with you there. It's it's a community. I mean, the people who buy Jeeps, for the most part, love their Jeeps. Right. It's not They're not buying it for a vehicle. They're buying it because it, it's a Jeep. It's not just a transportation mode right. for most people. So let me ask you this. Tell me about like your connection with your Jeep after this two days of off-roading. Right, right. I mean, we had bought this Jeep. I had wanted a TJ. I wanted, you know, the older model. It brought me back to when we had our original Wrangler, which was an 01X. And, you know, we loved that body style. We weren't going to spend the money on, you know, the newer JKs or JLs. We had an idea of what we wanted to spend, and we went with it, found a Jeep. And for one, I was like, all right, you know, it's somebody else built it. Somebody else worked on it who was a enthusiast. And, you know, we studied all that. It's got a nice four-inch spring lift from Terraflex and had put nice tires on it, 33-inch. Um, and um, and then I did a couple of simple mods just knowing that I was going to do this with you, putting, you know, the higher-end diff covers and disconnects and um, some skid plates and places that, you know, I thought. So I knew it wasn't tricked out but I felt like it was going to hopefully be safe on the trail. And, you know, having talked to you about it, I, I think I made the right decision, you know, to be able to bring it up here. I was really nervous. I was nervous. Well, well I mean, the proof's in the pudding. I mean, you're, you're basically going to get in this Jeep and drive it home. Right. And so 
you know, your Jeep survived, you survived, but do you feel a tighter connection to your Jeep now? Absolutely. I mean, yesterday, you know, there were decisions being made. I was watching everybody else. There was, you know, I wasn't sure what I was doing. So I was hyper aware of what everyone else was doing. So today I kind of took some of that experience and rode with it. And, um, I, I felt like it could do things that I never thought it could do, you know, going over some of these things, I was shocked at, we first hit that, that first rock and had to climb over it. And I'm like, my precious old ancient TJ Sahara can't do this. And it did. And it, and as I figured that out with your help and other people's help, it did other things even easier. And I think that was just because I pushed it in a way that I thought it could handle it. And I never thought that it could do that. I mean, it sounds goofy, but like I do, I feel a tighter connection to my Jeep having done, and I've done four events mm -hmm. with the Jeep and Ray. I've done some other events just privately, but I feel a closer connection to the Jeep. I have a better, you know, whatever you want to say, I pick up on the nuances of the noises and, and the sounds. and yeah, There were a lot of sounds today. <laughs> a lot of sounds. But but I do feel a tighter connection with that. And I think anyone who has a Jeep who has not done a Jeep Jamboree really should do one. Mm -hmm. I mean, anyone. They're all run very well. And it, it gives you a new appreciation. Because like I said, I did mine. Mine was like stock. Right. Like I'm still making payments on <laughs> you know, and I took it, you know, in on these trails, and and again, you know, the trail we did today, yeah, the trail we did the first day, like let's just call that like a two. Today, you know, we were like a five six, right? You know, right. and it was a much, you know, I I was prepared for it. I knew what it was, but you you I was not prepared. No, <laughs> you had no clue. <laughs> but after doing that in a stock Jeep with no modifications. And being able to come through it, the fact that my stock vehicle, which is not a Rubicon, not right. the top of the line Jeep, made it. Like I was so impressed with the Jeep vehicle as a brand, as as a company. Like I was like, wow, this vehicle really can do much more than I had imagined right. in its stock form. Right in in a time when products don't do what they're advertised to do. You know, this is something that through the ages has, you know, been able to live up to the, you know, the pressures you put on it. I, I was amazed. And to take what you said before a little bit further, the connection with not only the Jeep, but with nature. I mean, being able to go places that people don't get to go to in, you know, unless they're hiking, you know, but we took this vehicle that Jeep Jamboree has worked around, you know, taking you places that people can't get to in the vehicles and trusting that the vehicle you're driving can do it. You know, they know they've, you know, searched it out and worked it out. And I was, I was amazed. I really was. Yeah. Agreed. And, and it's, again, I'll just say it. Everyone should do one if you own a Jeep vehicle. Now, last time I was here, there was someone in a Grand Cherokee with not very many modifications that tried to do some of these, you know, low-level trails. And there was a fair amount of body damage <laughs> and possible mechanical damage <laughs> by the time he was done. And I would say, you know, maybe not those vehicles, but if you've got a Wrangler 
or you know CJ certainly or you know Willie's. We saw two beautiful, fine, fine Willie's yeah. today on the trail. They weren't part of the jamboree, I think, because of the safety requirements that you have to have a roll bar. But these Willie's were these people live out here, and they yeah, yeah, it's part of the lifestyle, right? So do a Jeep Jamboree if you have a Jeep. Highly recommended. It. It'll change your experience with your Jeep vehicle. That being said, today's trail, yeah, right out of the gate. Oh we my get, God. We basically get off the highway. We go up a, a gravel access road, and then we make the left turn. Very tight. Onto the class Very tight four turn. road. <laughs> yeah. And right away... Right away, we had an obstacle. Huge. This rock was just sticking out, and we were. I was third in line. You were second in line. And Ralph, who loves to climb over anything, he's got our a guide. Our guide, beautifully modded LJ, which is a TJ with an extended bed. Um, he goes up, and I see this thing angle up into the air, twist over this rock, and he just goes. And I'm like, oh crap! <laughs> and then I see you go. <laughs> and you know you you did the line and i'm like i i don't know if i can do this and this is you know five seconds into this thing and so <laughs> i mean but but you know you have to go right and you know you sort of know where you have to go but what's going through your head what first went through my head is i think i'm gonna flip my jeep <laughs> and melissa's not gonna be happy <laughs> now, thankfully, your wife took a spa day. She did, yes, yeah. And she was not, because if, if she was a co-pilot, I think you would have even been more um, hesitant. <laughs> maybe, maybe, because yesterday it was like, look out for the rock, look out for that rock, and, you know, there's an, there's an obstacle, but today I think it would have been, don't you push this thing any further, wait for somebody to help you, and... You know, I, I I think after getting over that first obstacle, it would have been a lot more fun. She would have enjoyed it, and she would have seen. I'm glad she had her day, you know, and got to go explore she, killing well, she, she Listen, she deserved the day. Absolutely. Regardless of riding with you yesterday, <laughs> she deserved the day. But but what happened to your confidence level with, you know, your between you and your vehicle, between you and Julius? Yeah. What happened to your confidence level after you tacked? Because you yeah. – you you struggled a little bit. I struggled a lot. You, you struggled a little bit, and then on that one, and yeah. then we gave you a little bit of, you know, just guidance, and then you got over that obstacle. Yes. And like, what did that feel like for you? I screamed. I <laughs> I was so pumped <clears throat> because I didn't think I'd be able to do it, and it was that simple advice of, you know, I don't have a limited slip differential. I don't have lockers. You know, it's really besides the lift. It's a fairly stock. Sahara from 2003 and just modifying my line to be able to get that grip like you know because I, I really didn't have any of this training you know it's like you know you're going to slip if you don't have a foot on the you know if you don't have a, a, a tread on the on the rock so backed up a little bit moved it one way so that both tires could bite the rock and it went you know I gunned it I heard a little grinding underneath popped the back over and I screamed. It just felt so good to get over that. That sounds like my wedding night. <laughs> that Ladies and gentlemen, that is a joke that you will come to appreciate if you continue <laughs> to listen to these things. But The bump and the grind. Yes. Hey. <laughs> hey oh. 
But that and at from that point on, I think I felt like I could attack things that I thought I needed to be more careful with, you know, approach them the right way. Look at the line. There were even some lines you did that I didn't take. It was like, I think, you know, my wheelbase is a little bit more narrow. I'm going to go this way. Sometimes it worked. Sometimes it didn't. But I think I felt. You felt confident right. enough to try it. Exactly. You weren't hesitant. You weren't. You weren't indecisive, right? And and that I I saw the change in you, and I was I was very proud for you, you to 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 do that. Thank you, because yeah. that's the first step, and that's the great thing about the jamboree is that you can come out here not knowing squat about off roading, right? And right. just learn because everyone's here to help you. Yeah, the guides are here to help. The people are in the group are here to help. Some of them are green. Some of them are you know veterans right so you know it's all part of the experience but you put the the noobs with the experienced guys and then you know you get this this melding of the knowledge right and you know one thing is people may not be aware too it's like when you hit these certain obstacles i would say we had maybe a half dozen today that were like serious obstacles so someone has trouble getting over a guide will come out and help but also Everyone comes down to watch that gets over it. We Everyone comes down, they take pictures, they watch what's happening, and that's a learning experience. Right. You know, watching the guides tell them, no, do this, turn the wheel, go this yeah. way. It uh, is seriously. Well, I mean, the biggest thing for me when I was, you know, doing like my first and second jamboree was watching the line of the person in front of me, and hopefully that was the guide, but if it wasn't the guide, yeah. hopefully I would see, okay, this person went that way. Um, they struggled because whatever. Right. What can I do to improve that? Or I watched the guide and I go, oh, okay. He put that tire on that, you know, right side. Right. And that carried him over. Okay, so I need to try to do that. Right. And you have to watch what's happening in front of you. Uh, that's a big right. part of it. Yeah, because I would watch Ralph, our guide, go in front of you and see his roof do these weird motions and movements and i'm like okay we're up to something so then i'd watch you and see how you approached it and that gave me you know the the information i think yeah. i needed pick pick one of the two that you've <laughs> seen <laughs> i don't like the way his jeep moved at that point so what's my other line but i think throughout the day it gave me the confidence to say yeah i'm gonna go his way or you know what i'm gonna be better if i go like this one you went way inside and, and tracked down low and I know I had room to go up and over this other bump. And I think there was a rock there and it worked, you know, and I think those are those little decisions that make you think, okay, I'm all right. Right. And then there's always multiple lines, but yep. you have to sort of feel confident in the decision that you're making. Cause if right. you're hesitant with your approach, right. You're well, you like taking chances sometimes I do. too. I yeah. do. I do. I'm a little bit of a risk taker, Yeah. but I will say this too, that, you know, when I was here with, the Jeep um, in 19 in its stock form, I, right. I was as green as you know you were today. I had no clue. And I, I relied on the guide and, and other people. And I got through it. I, like I said, I got, I got maybe tugged over a couple of obstacles and you know needed some help. But for the most part, the stock Jeep, you know, it got banged around. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I was, I was, seriously concerned about driving home for oh, on the highway for four and a half hours but it was it was fine yeah 
but then I put money I I put money into upgrading the Jeep. I put money into a, a very good TerraFlex Alpine suspension mm-hmm. and lift shocks. You know, short arms. You studied it, yeah. You studied what you I did thought research you needed, yeah. And, you know, tires, and I researched it, and I put you know Cooper Evolution tires on mud terrains, which are for me like the greatest tire on earth. I will just say that. Yeah, my tires have not let me down at all. Yeah, you gripped everything today, and I think talk about that test. Like you had said, I want to see how it reacts now to what I remember. Right, right, and and you know, I that's the thing. Like everything that I've spent my money on, and it's been you know a fair amount of money regearing the Jeep to four five sixes. Yeah, putting on the bigger thirty five inch tires, putting on the lift kit. Doing, um, you know, bumpers and a winch and and uh, all that stuff. Like, you know, say what you will, Rick Payway, but <laughs> I, I do try to subscribe to lockers before light bars. And I don't have lockers yet, but I right. will say this. My little Sport S yeah. without lockers did, did every really well. obstacle without hesitation, as good as the guy did. Right. And... Yes, I want lockers. I want to be able to go to the next level. Mm-hmm. But I feel like everything that I've spent the money on has proven itself in performance because I did not scrape more than maybe once or twice. Once was intentional where I was trying <laughs> to pop log. up on a log. <laughs> and, um, you know. Well, it, they and they sold it too. The, the leaders were like, okay, there's a great obstacle up here. Right. Our daughter dragged this tree. It's going to be an aw- awesome right. opportunity. And he did pop it, right? He did. He got over it. He did. He got over it. Yeah. I mean, but he had to do a three or four or six yes. point turn. And yes, exactly. It was kind of the same for me. But, you know, if you went around the log, you still could make the, the turn. But whatever. Well, and that's what I love about having a two-door because I did go around it. I backed up, did a little two-point turn and made – and just went right up that hill. So many that have the four doors, you know, it's, it's a challenge to navigate. It's a bigger vehicle and there's, there's way more four doors out there in the wild than two doors. They're not as nimble. Now you had two moments today, which I have not experienced personally, but as a jeeper, as a non Rubicon jeeper, I would say these are highlights <laughs> where you had to pull a Rubicon right. over an obstacle two times. Two times. Not one, twice. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know what to do here. And that's where the guides come in so handy. He's like, back your Jeep up. I'm like, who, me? You know, because it was, I had never done that. Never mind being on the trail, helping someone else out. And they came right in. Do you have, you know, let's get your, your toe strap and, you know, we he helped set it up the first time. You did it the second time when I when I moved it down there. I was more nervous about backing up what I had just overcome to help the guy. I'm like, really? I got to do this? <laughs> but um, so again, yeah, my Sahara is relatively stock except for the lift. And I think that along – and I made a conscious decision to not get – it came with 35-inch tires. I wanted 33s. I wanted – I didn't want to be as high. I didn't want to be as heavy. And I think that paid off a little bit. Because I was able to just float over things, you know. Are you Muhammad Ali? I float like a butterfly. 
sting like a Rubicon. Um, <laughs> but it was kind of funny. I felt so bad for them. They were such a great couple. And theirs they, was they a were, stock. But, but, you know, let's just say it out loud, okay? There's a line in the jeeping community, yep. the Rubicons and the non-cons. Okay. And if you don't have a Rubicon, you feel a little bit inferior. I mean, mm-hmm. you just do. You have a chip on your shoulder. Right. And whatever. I, I've met plenty of people who have Rubicons who just maw crawl them. I, right. Like, I know a few that that's just what... But they bought the Rubicon. Like, I bought a Sport S because I wanted to spend the money on upgrades that I wanted. I didn't want to just, you know, right. go all in. So the fact that your Sahara, my Sport S. 18-year-old Sahara. Yes, 18-year-old <laughs> Sahara. Pull the Rubicon, which is 60000 or so dollars, right. out of, you know, a mud hole. And he's got lockers and, and the whole right. bit, and, and you had nothing. Out of a mud hole and over a rock. Right. And so that's a highlight. <laughs> yeah. That is a highlight. And you can gloat if you want. So overall, after this fantastic two-day event, we had cooperation of the weather. We had good friends here with yeah, us. Yeah, Absolutely. What are you? What are your takeaways from this weekend? It it was it was something I'd always thought about, wanted to do, and it exceeded my expectations. Just as you know, the jeeping community and you know taking part in an event and riding, putting our jeep through the paces and seeing a beautiful area. Killington's gorgeous. And, you know, you had everything from mountain views and farm views and alpaca farm. I mean, so if anybody can get to Killington who's not from around here, it's well worth it. Um, you know, I did the Tennessee Jeep Jam with you, and that was a whole different scene. Um, so if you can do Killington, you know, Vermont's beautiful and it's a great area. But um, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and and it taught me a lot about you know, what I have now in a Jeep and what it can do. Now, is has your Jeep, has has Julius been elevated from beach Jeep to bitchin' Jeep or to, what what level is Julius at now? We'll have to ask Julius when he wakes up in the morning <laughs> how he survived the day. But um, it's definitely better than beach rated, which I, I put on there. I guess the uh, trail rating uh, badges didn't happen until 2004. So I thought I'm going to, beach rate him it's a he's light khaki metallic he looks like beach sand and um you know we really love love julius julius is our favorite fish song that's how we named him um but uh it's it's definitely been elevated beyond beach rating okay so the million dollar question well two two million dollar questions are you going to spend a million dollars on upgrading julius if i if i win a million dollars i will do that <laughs> will you do another jeep jamboree i would yeah absolutely i would i would um you know probably i think the only thing i would really need i i enjoy the 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 level of the trails that we did today i don't want to get into the yeah i can crawl up giant rocks at a 40 degree angle or whatever um i would consider that's that's after the next jamboree you yeah. go that way <laughs> I would consider the mud terrain tires when I need new tires. I think that would get me a little bit more of a gripping option. Um, But otherwise, I'm really happy. I mean, I saw other Jeeps that were much more built out than mine have a harder time 
getting over things. So I think part of it was the weight of the Jeep and the, you know, the, the, the body style, you know, it's a, it's a smaller, thinner two door. So I think just with the right tires, I could enjoy another event like today. You'll have to, you know, go on the higher rated trails when you get yours all tricked out. All right. I'll enjoy this. All right. <laughs> so we're going to try and do more of these talk is Jeep podcasts. There's a whole range of things I think we could talk about, like, yeah. you know, technical stuff and mechanical stuff a little bit, not like gearhead, but just upgrades and, you and know, the lifestyle, the lifestyle, lifestyle of loving your Jeep. Yeah. So we're going to, we're planning to do some more. We'll see how it goes. But, for now, from Killington. From Killington, Vermont. As I raise my Don Julio Añejo tequila yes. to you, Tom. And to you. for Cheers. For getting me out here. Cheers. I <laughs> hope you enjoyed it, and uh, we'll uh, talk to you soon. It was a great time. Thank you.